Good morning, everybody. This is Michelle, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. So this morning's episode is a huge shout out to my friend Carl Gromberg out in California. He asked an excellent question this morning, um, and he asked by text, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's going to take a little bit more than a text response. So the question was, um, what are your thoughts or, or beliefs about um, a scarcity versus a, an abundance mindset? And man, that got me going. Um, I actually have been sitting here for the last hour trying to um, kind of condense some things. And I'm, I'm going to try to be very brief, but please understand that we could probably spend um, all day, maybe multiple days, just talking about this idea, Okay. I'm going to try to keep it down to about 10, 15 minutes. So um, scarcity versus abundance. So this is a mindset. So this is a belief system, right? And we know that all behavior comes from a belief. And so what you believe is going to drive how you act and the things that you say and ultimately the results that you get in your life. So this is a really, really, really important program that you download into your brain, okay? Now, I can't tell you everything I know about this, but let me just highlight a few things for you, okay? So let, let's do the logical progression. So let's say you have a scarcity mindset. So this is the idea that you don't have enough of something, So it could be money, it could be health, it could be, you know, career advancement, um, you name it, you you have this idea that you don't have enough of something. I was talking to somebody last night and and basically she has the the, um, understanding that she doesn't have enough talents, okay? Um, And out of this idea that you don't have enough, you have a lack of safety, so for example, if you don't have enough money, you, you fear that, you know, uh, or you don't get the right job, you fear that maybe you won't have um, a good retirement, right? So there's some idea that there's a lack of safety. Um, out of this lack of safety, you kind of go into the fight or flight mode. Um, so most people tend to fight, attack, or compete, so I'm not saying that, that out of this belief that you're going out and you're um, physically attacking a person, although that can happen, um, but you're attacking a person as in like, if you feel like you need to be on top at work and a coworker is better than you at something, you're going to come up with ways that put yourself on top because you have to be safe because you need something. Does that make sense? Okay. And, and when you have a scarcity mindset, you, you gain, but other people lose in the process. So if you get money, somebody else doesn't get money. Okay. When this happens, um, because you are struggling and competing, um, for whatever it is that you feel like you don't have enough of, then the people around you are, you're fearful of them because if you can attack them and gain something, so money, power, influence, then they can do the same to you. So now you're, you're back into this place of fear that, oh man, that person might be able to attack me, right? And the cycle continues and continues and continues and it doesn't stop. Okay. So that's why we have people in our societies that are so worked up about things because they're in this scarcity mindset. 
Now, I'm going to explain to you the abundance logic of it, and then I'm going to give you a few examples to put this into perspective, okay? So the abundance mindset starts with not the idea of I don't have enough, but it says, I am resourced. I have plenty. I have everything I need right now in my life right? So that can be, I have all the love from the people in, in, in my life. Um, I love myself. I have, you know, riches right in front of me, what, no matter what my bank account says, right? And out of this, you know, I am safe. Okay. I am safe and I am growing and developing. Okay. So for example, if my bank account doesn't necessarily reflect what, you know, I want in my life, instead of going out and, and, um, attacking somebody because I don't feel safe, I might say, Hmm, I wonder how I could get more money. Okay. So instead of that fighting and attacking and competing, you end up, um, communicating and collaborating with other people and building relationships because you know, Hey, all right. So, um, maybe I don't have enough of this one thing, but I know I have resources both inside me and all around me in the people in my life that can help me get there. Right. And then you know, instead of the one person gains and another person loses, you have a win, 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 right? So it's a win for you. It's a win for the other person, but it's also a win for the world, right? So for example, if you're doing a business deal, um, and instead of trying to take the other person, all of their money or, um, whatever the deal is, you look for the win, win. How can we both win in this? And it's more than just, compromise where everybody's upset. It's, it's looking at collaboration so that we both can win and feel mutually good about our decision together. Okay. Which leads you to the ability that you can enjoy others because you're not fearful that they're going to attack you, right? You see other people in a different light. And then of course, this cycle continues, right? Because if you have that belief system, that, that program set in your mind that you have everything that you need and you can get even more of what you need and you're learning and growing and developing and you're perfect right now and developing and that other people in your life are positive and they're going to help you get to where you need to go and you can help people where they need to go, then this is just a positive cycle that continues and continues and continues. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay, so I really want you to understand a couple of things. One is just the idea that you have this program, one of these programs in your mind already. Now, it may show up a little bit differently. So for example, if it's at, at work, maybe maybe you are, you know, bringing it in the workplace and you feel, um, you know, very abundant. Um, but I want you to check into times when something doesn't go your way right? If something doesn't go your way, what is your pattern of behavior? How do you act, right? That's going to tell you very quickly if you, you're, you have a scarcity or an abundance mindset. I do believe you can be on sort of a continuum here. So um, you might have certain areas in your life where it's a little easier to have um, one set of mindset than others. However, um, it shows up, doesn't, because it, this isn't just a, oh, this is how I am at work. This is how I am at home. You're, you're a whole person, 
right? So maybe your behaviors are going to show up a little bit differently, but your belief is going to be the same. Okay. Let me give you a couple examples. So we talked a little bit about money and work, right? Um, so the idea that if you don't have enough money, you've got to go out and somehow get it, right? So some people on the extreme example, you know, they'll go out and rob a store or something like that, rob another person because I want that and I'm going to get it, right? Um, and But they also fear other people doing it to them because they know that it can happen, right? And so that causes a lifestyle that's um, very difficult. And I think about sometimes the, um, the, I'll call it shenanigans that can happen at the corporate level, um, where it's basically the same thing. You're just dealing with, um, you know, corporate takeovers, sometimes very um, white collar, violent corporate takeovers, right? And it comes from this idea of, I want more, or our group wants more, and we have to go and take it from somebody else. Okay. Now the abundance mindset would say, Hey, listen, we can find a win-win for everybody here so that you get something, we get something and we're all happy and we all appreciate each other when the deal is done. Okay. Now let's talk for a minute about health because this shows up in your health as well. So a scarcity mindset in health, (laughs) let me give you an example. Do you know a person in your life that they get scared at every announcement of some new virus that's out. So for example, you know, I I have several people in my life that are just scared out of their mind about this new coronavirus that is coming out. Now, listen, I'm not here to say, you know, I give you any medical advice whatsoever, but I do know that your belief about what your body can do will drive your body's ability to do that. Okay. You don't have to believe me. This is just science. So for example, if you believe that you are susceptible to the coronavirus, it does not matter what preventative measures you take, you will be susceptible to that virus. So if that virus comes anywhere near you, it does not matter if you're doing all of the things that to prevent it, you will get it. Okay. Because belief drives behavior. The belief that you have, um, you will accept that into you, okay? Again, you don't have to believe me. It's just science. Now, if you believe that you are abundant, that you have all the resources that you need, that your body is strong, that you tell your immune system, all right, immune system, you know, big deal. We, We know how to handle this. You know how to handle this, right? And you do the physical things. So you're taking care of your body, you're getting rest, eating, you know, nutritious food. And, you know, you do your preventative measures, that kind of thing, washing your hands, all that. If that virus comes near you, you are so resourced. There's no way that you can get sick. Okay, listen, I'm, I'm just sharing, number one, the science behind it. But number two, this is for my personal life. I cannot tell you in the last two years since I really started to learn this, how many times people in my own household have been sick with the stomach flu, um, upper respiratory stuff, you name it, right? And every single time I have been right in the thick of, of helping them. Now, before I knew this, I would have thought, oh no, now I'm next, right? 
Now I just tell myself, hey, listen, you're not next. You're, you have a strong immune system. Your body knows exactly what to do. And I have not gotten sick once. Now I will clarify that this fall, because I was working probably 80 hours a week and traveling and I was not um, the doing the, what I call preventative measures. So each day sitting down reminding me how awesome and resourced I am, right? So really developing that abundance mindset and also telling my immune system, you got this, right? Because I was not doing those preventative measures, I did end up having a, a virus of sorts. Um, And it kind of took me down for a little bit, but I was able to trace it back to, oh yes, this is weeks long of where I was not doing the things that I know that helped me to have that abundant mindset. Okay. Does that make sense? All right. Let me, let me talk this, the last example. Um, This one should hit every single one of us. It shows up in your opinions about how things should be done. So this could be about how you drive on the road. This could be about how you do a project at work. But let me talk about how you view how things should be done at home. Now, I understand that there are many people out there who have personalities that you're like, hey man, I don't care how the towels are folded, how the dishes are loaded, how the floors are mopped, whatever. As long as it's done, I don't care, right? Let me talk to those people who do care and not just care, but have an attachment, a very strong attachment to how things are being done. So your your opinions matter um, and how they are expressed shows you whether you have a scarcity or abundance mindset. So for example, if you think, okay, the dishwasher can only be loaded this way, right? Um, that for some reason that gives you something, right? So that, that, um, it's not necessarily a lack of safety, but it's definitely a, this is how it has to be done, right? Because you're going to lose something, efficiency, effectiveness, whatever, if you don't do it this way. If you feel that way, then you have to do a version of fighting, attacking, and competing, which means you have to make sure everybody in your, your household loads the dishwasher exactly that way, because if they don't, you're going to lose something. Okay. So what you gain when you are talking to other people about how to do this one job is that you gain the satisfaction that is going to be done. You think so anyway. Um, but the other person loses because you're, you're so driven to make this result happen that you don't necessarily think about how you interact with that other person. So you might get the dishwasher loaded, although quite frankly, you might not, right? So that's about 50, 50. Um, However, in the process, you will alienate a relationship, okay? And then in this process, what you don't realize is that when you have this attachment to this is how it needs to be done, you are very sensitive to people in other areas of your life who also have this attachment. And it doesn't have anything to do with your your dishwasher, Okay. It could be now you take that thought, that idea with you over into work. And when your boss says, Hey, listen, this is how it has to be right. Subconsciously, your brain notices that pattern and you feel the way that whoever you were communicating with in your home feels. So you fear attack from other people 
right? Get that? Okay. Life is a mirror, right? And then the cycle will continue and continue and continue. Okay. That's a scarcity mindset. Now, how would that show up if you had an abundance mindset? So let's say you're, you're doing some household things and, um, you know, your child wants to help you. So I'll put it from my point of view. Um, let me say my 10 year old wants to help me do the dishes right now. I know to know in my own life that there's many ways to load that dishwasher, right? Quite frankly, I'm the person in the first category. I mentioned that I really don't care if it gets done fine, whatever. Right. Um, so I notice she's loading things a little bit differently. Maybe I have a conversation with her and say, Ooh, that's an interesting idea. Why did you think about that? Right. But for me, I know that I have all the resources I need and there's no need to get worked up about this dishwasher. Right. I understand that, that my daughter is, is growing and developing and she's learning this tool and eventually she's going to know how to do this in her own perfect way and that there are many perfect ways to do it. Okay. This is going to cause us to communicate, to collaborate and build relationship as we are loading the dishwasher. Okay. This is a win, win, win. It's a win for me because I learn more about her and I, I know I'm guiding her, not necessarily teaching or telling. It's a win for her because she feels like, wow, I'm, I'm being successful here. Right. And it's a win for the situation because not only are we building relationship while we're doing it, but the dishwasher is getting loaded. Okay. And we can enjoy each other. And not only can we enjoy each other, but we take that with us to our perspective places. So if I'm going on the road to do, you know, some traveling and speaking, I'm going to enjoy other people, right? And if she's going to work, she's going to enjoy other people. And the cycle will continue because in that moment, we learned not just how to load the dishwasher, but how to do a project together, how to respect each other, even when we have differences of opinions, how to realize that, you know, there's so many other ways that we might be able to do this. This is just how we're choosing to do it right now, right? We've communicated, we've collaborated. Does that make sense? Okay, so here's a couple of things you need to think about. One, I want you to notice what happens when you don't get your way. How do you act? This is probably a pattern that that shows up in many parts of your life that will give you a huge clue. Do I have scarcity or abundance mindset? Okay. Now, in order to develop it, I'll be quite frank and honest that that's going to take three, four, five more podcasts for that. Okay. But right now, all I want you to do is start noticing it. And you can even start noticing it for other people in your life as well right? So notice how they react when they don't get what they want. Do they, uh, you know, go into that maybe a little bit self-destructive mode or start attacking other people? Or do they start to say, hmm, I don't have what I need here. I wonder what I could do to get it, right? Because that's an abundance mindset, okay? You can even notice this. I mean, if you're brave enough or maybe stupid enough, I don't know, you could watch the news, but I promise you, you're not going to see any unless it's the very last few minutes of when they do a good, good episode, you're not going to see any examples of abundance mindset. Okay. And I want you to start trying to, when you're noticing this, so a person that you're interacting with, are they scarcity or abundance? If they're abundance, I want you to kind of mentally make a list and say, okay, that's, that's a person I need to hang around with. 
Okay. Because this belief, this mindset can rub off on you. Okay. Man, I hope this has been helpful. Thanks for hanging in there. I know this was a little bit longer. I I really wanted to answer Carl's question. um, And I really tried to boil it down. So I hope that was uh, very helpful to you. And, um, if you have any questions or thoughts, please email me at michelle at growbyone.com. Please keep sending in your uh, ideas and questions. Uh, I'd be happy to answer them on, on podcasts. Um, so with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.